The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Romacraft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time romacraft tobacco the after show the after show the The after after show. show It's the after show, everybody, the show after the show. Uh, we were saying, what are we going to do the show on? And once again, we did a uh, clubhouse meeting on Thursday night at 8 o'clock. You snuck it in without me. We, we, we did it every week in the past 10 weeks in a row. And it was a surprise to Jonathan that we were doing it again mm. because we were doing two things in one day. But I was there. Jonathan wasn't. And Barry, what did we talk about? Uh, can do celebrities sell cigars? Do celebrities sell cigars? And that can be looked at as upon a few different ways. Some of the things that came up is celebrities that have brands named after them or some of them that are used or, or are celebrities and smoke cigars. And because they smoke cigars, do you smoke cigars because of it? All right. Uh, you could say the Rocky Patel, Gary Sheffield, or the Ray Lewis didn't really make a difference, didn't sell cigars. Armand Asante had a cigar that really went nowhere. But then you can look throughout history, and you can look at the, his- the cover of Cigar Aficionado. Demi Moore's on the cover, and now all of a sudden, it's okay for women to smoke. All of a sudden, that was 24 years and ago. And that's when I first started seeing women show up to cigar lounges okay. to try cigars. And then you could also look at Jay-Z with his uh, collaboration with Cohiba. Didn't go well. It didn't go well, but it's shown light on the <clears throat> cigars and the African-American community really began to blow up as cigar smokers at that point. True. So celebrities can have an impact on the cigar industry, but I don't know if they can necessarily sell cigars. They sell the cigar community, sell people getting mm-hmm. into cigars, but not buying their brand name. It's mm-hmm. like Michael Jordan sells sneakers. He sells sneakers. Can he sell a cigar? No, because everybody wanted to be like Mike, so everybody wanted the Air Jordans. Because that's what he wore. That's, that's going to make you a great basketball but player. But he smoked a cigar on his way into the game, so why wouldn't you want to do have a cigar before some sort of athletic performance? Because the cigar industry doesn't have billions of dollars in advertising like Nike did to make that happen. So you're saying Michael Jordan didn't sell sneakers that Nike did? It was a combination of <clears throat> the players wanting to wear them, the ad campaigns, you had uh, Michael Jordan plastered on Times Square with the Nike swish. Do Mike, Just do, do it. Do other players wear Michael Jordan sneakers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. On oh, the court? Oh, yeah. When he was a player? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Weird like, or awesome. But like other teams. So think about it. You got you got a guy that is a, a, an athlete like no other athlete ever. Winning drive. 
and works with the folks at Nike to make a shoe that performs better than other shoes and gives him an advantage. And he's already a super athlete. Yeah, everybody wants to level that playing field. Do you have a, have a pair of those? No. you have a pair of those? No. Ed, Ed, me either. I have no idea. That's the one you pumped the thing and it filled up? That was a different <laughs> shoe. Oh, that was different? That was Reebok that first came out. That, that, that was then, for erectile dysfunction. Oh, I had... Uh, <laughs> I'm confused. I had the Spalding pumps when I was a kid. I didn't have the Reebok ones. We couldn't, couldn't afford, afford those. It. No. Yeah, that was the problem with Air Jordans. I think the starting price was like $140. My parents can afford $140 shoes. Yeah. And I wasn't taking $140 of my money they when still, I was buying hockey season shoes, tickets. not sneakers, right? Yeah, I don't think you can call them sneakers when they cost that much. Yeah. See, this after show has already gone off the rails. I don't know how you guys did an hour on this. And I, I feel bad about, <laughs> yeah. about the actual show we just did. We should we should be paying our listeners to listen to we've that already, show, and then this is continuing. We've already got people responding on that last show that says we should delete it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think they're meaning the first half. No. It was the second half. Yeah. It went off, off the rails a little. A little bit. Yeah. Those are the best shows. But it's Wednesday, and I already lost four pounds from eating my little <laughs> candy. Eating candy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, buddy. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, if you look at celebrities <clears throat> that have had their names attached to a cigar... Has there ever been one that stood the test of time? I think the answer is no. Michael Jordan for sneakers for cigars, not for cigars. And never, no. never, yeah. never happened. Yeah. Never happened. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody associates the Davidoff Winston Churchill with Winston Churchill. It has his friggin' name on it. That's that was the it, 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 next one I was going to say. Winston Churchill. He's a historical figure. He's not necessarily a celebrity. He's dead too. Still. Yeah, he's still dead. I mean, look at Nick Jonas on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. If he came out with the Nick Jonas cigar, cigar smokers were irate that somebody like Nick Jonas was on the cover of, of Cigar Aficionado, and his fans were irate that he was pushing tobacco. Would he be? It, it, there was so much buzz both sides around that cover. I don't think it would have any effect on cigar sales. So I, I look at Cigar Journal. I always look at the cover, and they always put a cigar celebrity, mm -hmm. a manufacturer, somebody on there, and I look at it and say, oh, this is good. And then you look at Cigar Aficionado, and they always put a real celebrity, not a cigar celebrity, on the cover. And w what is the winner of those two? You know, one idea is the cigars, the, the real celebrity mm -hmm is maybe going to make somebody look at Cigar Aficionado and say, oh, let me read this. I'm into Michael Jordan, and then read about it. Right. And Cam, Cam Newton smokes <clears throat> Placencia. i got to get one of those. Yeah. So does does that happen? And then Rocky Patel's on the cover, and Rocky Patel's smoking Rocky Patel. Is he, you know, but we know when Rocky Patel comes up, we're going to sell a lot of Rocky Patel cigars. Absolutely. So the cigar industry has a love affair with the people who are the face behind the brand. But they're gonna and an athlete isn't gonna be the face behind of a brand standing for four hours in a cigar shop selling cigars. So what I will say based on that is cigar aficionado is gonna bring new people into the cigar industry and cigar journal is one for people that are already in the cigar mm -hmm. industry, right. read and that, learn, and it's it's about it, there's two different things that are happening. I, I gotta say I looked at <clears throat> Cigar aficionado for the the first time in a long time recently, and 
that's become a pure lifestyle magazine. There yes. Just so much. Uh, what car should I buy? What watch should I buy? Well, the other thing, the other problem you have, and Michael Jordan is a bad example, but if you had Larry Bird come out with a cigar, it might do well in Boston. Would it look like a chicken? It would. But it's not going to do well in Texas because people in Texas don't like Boston sports teams. So we I have we, Larry Bird book of matches. <laughs> I have the Larry Bird book of matches because you opened a restaurant, hmm. Larry Bird restaurant. Did they way have back. chicken? They, I'm sure they did. What and is your obsession with chicken? He looks like a chicken. He's a bird. <laughs> He's a Larry Bird. <laughs> was there something about him that he he ate chicken every time that he before he played? Wasn't there a player that? No, uh, wasn't he from w- French Lick, Indiana? W- yes, Wade Boggs, I think, always ate chicken. Oh, Wade Boggs, mm-hmm. who was a cigar smoker, also. I sold him a humidor. Did you? Yes. But David Ortiz came up on the clubhouse, and and his cigars are selling outside of the New England area. Ah, David Ortiz, but that's a good one. However, copy. he is Dominican. And his loyal following of Dominican fans who decide they're going to smoke a cigar are going to smoke an Ortiz and only an Ortiz. They're not smoking an Atoro Fuente. They're not smoking a Davidoff. They want the the David Ortiz cigar. Is that what you see happen? That's exactly what I see happen. Really? That's Dominican cigar smokers, when they find out you have... First, they want to see a Dominican cigar. Okay, because that's that's the best tobacco according to them, which is fine. They can believe <laughs> and the that. Cubans say, that and then they say, "Do you have David Ortiz?" Yes, I do, and that's all they buy. Interesting. I didn't know that. I'm not on the floor. So it's enough. not. Get on it's there. not that it's David Ortiz, the baseball celebrity. It's David Ortiz, the most famous man out of the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And on mail order, based upon names, I don't see that. You know, I think Larry McFarlane isn't. Dominican. Right. You know. But Larry Rodriguez. Yeah, so I don't see that online. But, you know, going back to David Ortiz, we had an event with David Ortiz here. The people that came came because they wanted him to sign the box. Cigar smokers, they didn't come. Or they were way outnumbered versus the one in a thousand people consume the product. So you're going to have 999 other people here. Pot that, that I think is that... You, you feel like if, if you're a real cigar smoker and you're smoking the celebrity thing, that you be, you've been duped. You know, you know more than, that cigar, than the real celebrity about cigars. Right. Most, so, therefore, you're not, I think there's a negative part to the, it. The problem, mm-hmm. too, is that the celebrity cigar, everybody's got to make money in that transaction. So, uh, Mike Ditka's got to put his name on the cigar, right, for Camacho. So, he's got to get his cut. The folks at Camacho have to get their cut. The retailer's got to get their cut. The guy that grew the tobacco. By the time you get that cigar, yeah, an extra it's an $8 cigar, and it's selling for $12. Was it good at $8? Yeah. yeah. But it's $12 now. Exactly what happens. And a real cigar smoker's going to go, this ain't worth $12. How come David Ortiz's is so low? David Ortiz did not make that cigar to make money for David Ortiz. A portion of his proceeds, you know, there's, there's, there isn't a lot for him, but that goes back toward his Children's uh, Foundation, his baseball yeah. foundation for the Dominican. <clears throat> okay. And he did it much like Carl Malone out of a, a passion for cigars. You know, David Ortiz used to hang out at the La Aurora factory where uh, uh, Jose Manuel did a lot of the uh, in-country sales for the Dominican Republic. Jose Manuel leaves La Aurora, goes to El Artista, 
David Ortiz starts hanging out at El, Orti- El Artista, starts playing around with blends. Hey, Dave, try this. Hey, Dave, try this. Hey, let's put my name on this. That's how that came and to you be. Know what he, you know what he did also is he brought light to El Artista. 100%. That's, it's been there, and all of a sudden people know El Artista, which is good for them. Mm-hmm. They deserve to, uh, some recognition. They've been there for a long time, but nobody ever mm-hmm. knew them, which is interesting. So David Ortiz, a celebrity not only did something for cigars that you were able to sell that Dominican guy a right. cigar because mm-hmm. David Ortiz's name was on it, it also made a factory that was a pretty unknown factory to get known. So in that respect, it has value. Right. It helped the <clears throat> factory, but in 10 years from now, will we still be talking about the David Ortiz cigar? I don't think so. I don't think so either. You could sell the boxes. For the same price. <laughs> Empty boxes, right. I know. Except right now, you can't get boxes. All the cigars are coming in bundles. David Ortiz? Yep. Mm. That's a bad one. Yep. Because they want the- They don't sell. Yep. You don't sell them by the box at that point. They'll take the single cigars, but they'll buy a box. Yeah, you can't sell a box of David Ortiz in a bundle because- They'll go up even to the slugger. They'll, they'll buy more, a more expensive cigar, bigger cigar to, to get the box. Very, very interesting. It's time for the Strength and Character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. Six pillars of character, trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, and caring. And I believe we have finished fairness. We're on caring. Caring, be compassionate, and show you care, Mr. Jonathan. Show compassion and show you. <laughs> Why care. am I being singled out? Because I got an email today, and I shared it with you before the show. Yeah, and I proved the guy's never met me, so he's talking shit about you me. He's pro- never you met me. Met you. You proved that he hasn't been here in six years, and he's complaining about you today, and he hasn't been here in six years. <laughs> you must have made a good impression. <laughs> but he listens to the show. Took him six years to write the complaint. I don't think it's valid. Is there a statute of limitations? Seven six year- days? Seven years. So Seven technically, years. He's, in, he's in. Interesting that he, that he came out with that and, and, and talked shit about you then. But part of his thing was that you don't care about him. It's not true. Care deeply about him. You don't show. You don't show that you care. I show it in a way that that he may not register as caring. (laughs) As a salesperson, you need to show it better. This this whole segment just turned into a training (laughs) exercise for me. Be compassionate and show you care. I believe you Mm. are a caring person and you care about other people. I do. And you probably are compassionate. But be compassionate and show you care. The word show. Yeah, you don't show it. Yeah, we've seen no evidence. I've seen you (laughs) You know he's a good guy. I've seen him show it. Let me say that you don't show it. I've seen you show it a couple times. Then you showed up late. I moved up. No, you invited me at 12. All your family was coming over. I waited until 1230 so you can have time with your family. You were late. You tell people come over at 12. So Barry doesn't show that he's compassionate. So that to me means you're not eating at 12 when you tell somebody to come over at 12 Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving dinner happens between 3 and 5. At your house. Every no, house my I've house. been to. Yeah. <laughs> I told you we eat at noon. No, you said come over Not at noon. Not 1201. You said come over at noon. 12 noon. 
and you came at 1230. Yeah, and it was actually the first time I ever went out. Let me just pick a random audience member. <laughs> uh, you, sir, uh, would you ever show up late to anything ever? Okay, thank you. He's a military I rest, guy. I rest my kid. Oh, he's a, he's I just of, picked him at random. He's cut it at a different club. What? 0600 <laughs> means 0600. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that would be a no. So when, no Barry had, when Barry had no friends, no one knew him in the area, the only person who showed him compassion and invited him not just to my house, yeah, was but I invited, him to, <laughs> was I invited him to a cookout mm-hmm. because he had no friends, and then... That was compassion. I showed it. And, and then he, he was he a dick to me since. after that. And he gets what he gets. Hmm. You do show compassion to people I like. <laughs> wow, this is a bad group here. Ed Sullivan, oh my God, this is not good. This is not good. I'm, I, I show the most compassion to dogs. I really yeah. like He dogs. bought a car for his dog. He did. I did. And he's asking his dog if it's okay to use the dog's car. To drive to the airport for when he goes to his podcast convention because he doesn't want to leave his Tesla. So he's going to leave the dog's shitty electric car at the airport. <laughs> so if it gets shit well, on by a bird, it's no big deal. That makes sense, right? Leave the dog's car at the airport. And while he puts his dog in doggy jail right. during the time that he's traveling. I don't think he's a very compassionate person. I'm just. Does he show same. compassion? No. You know, he, he does secretly. No. I, I don't think he does it. For people to see, I think he's a very compassionate mm-hmm. person behind the scenes. And he doesn't want, and he doesn't want people to know. That's how I, I think, think of Ed Sullivan. I think sometimes extremely Ed, compassionate. He waits for his, no idea. He waits for his wife to go to sleep, and then he looks and makes sure no one's looking, and he gives her a kiss on the forehead. Yeah, and says, "I love you," and then just goes to sleep. So mm. nobody sees it. Exactly. Nobody sees secret it. compassion. And as far as I'm concerned, I say, yes, I do show. Of course. Of course course I do. So back to uh, celebrities. Do they sell cigars? We learned during COVID that no one gives a shit what celebrities say because they they proved that their jobs were not as valuable as what everybody thought they were. They were all out of work struggling some of them had to go get regular jobs like regular people no i don't think anyone cares that a celebrity especially a regular cigar I think smoker maybe young people do under the age of 21 or you know under the age of 30 they care more about celebrities as you get older we don't care yeah i don't think you should be a celebrity should be looking into selling a cigar brand i think a celebrity needs to get behind the cigar industry needs to bring the fight that we're going through wouldn't that be nice if there was some New York celebrities and stuff and said this, this, what's going on in New York and the 75% tax is bullshit? That would be huge. That would be huge for everything in the industry. But unfortunately, everybody now is worried about being canceled. Right. So they're going to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. Now, celebrity booze brands, some of those have blown up big. Yeah. And then they sell it. And, and then they sell it sell, for yeah. a ton of money. Right. So that's interesting what happens. That was brought up. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is a bourbon. Yeah. You got the two guys from Breaking Bad uh, with the tequila. Sammy Hagar. Yep. George yeah. Clooney made a fortune. Off Dos Ombre. <laughs> Off my brand. The Breaking Bad guys were Dos Ombre. I was promised a case. I got nothing. He sold it off before I got my case. I that's let all go. you asked for. I, I signed the paper and said, yeah, yeah. go ahead, do it. Yeah, that's the guys from Breaking Bad that have Dos Ombre tequila. Mm-hmm. And that's still out there. I think Clooney was in on that. No, his no? was different, I think. Okay. I think his was the Evian. He was part of that group, the guys from uh, Entourage. 
Evian? Like yeah, the he water? Was, he, in 2017, he sold his tequila company, Casamigos, uh, for a whopping $700 million. <laughs> Casamigos. Which is Dos Amigos. No, Dos Amigos is the guys from Breaking Bad. Oh, right. Amigos, yeah, which or, I have that trademark or also. Or Dos, uh, Dos Hombre. Dos. It's actually Dos Hombre's. And that's the uh, that's the guys Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston. Okay, mm. from Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad, which I've never seen, but mm. uh, no. they sell it. It's too oh, bad Barry didn't it. tell you. No, 30 they still times. have it. Oh, they still have it. Hey, send me a case of booze. You, you promise you're going to send Cheap it. Cheap bastards. Yeah, Dave will give me one to review on the liquor authority. I will. You get mm. a He'll review out of it too. One sip, and you'll be uh, less of a, a douche of promising something <laughs> that you don't deliver. Um, okay, um, the person who needs to attach their name to a cigar is. Arthur Fonzarelli <laughs> for the McAuliffe. Hey! <laughs> that thumbs are up. Yeah, and then a, those are on me. We and then and a, a, a Robusto version called the Chachi. The Chachi, the Robusto. If version. you buy a box Absolutely. of them, you get a Chachki to go along with your Chachis. And there we go. So that's it. That's it for the after show. Next week, the Jerky Boys are back. Not those Jerky Boys, but George Rami and uh, his other personality from um, Camacho Cigars. We're going to do beef jerky, barbecue sauce, and cigars. We're going to pair them up and see what we get. And I think I'm the only one that's going to eat the beef jerky. Maybe I'll bring my own barbecue sauce. Mm. You guys can try that. There's no ketchup in it. Ketchup. It's tomatoes and vinegar. And salt. Salt. That's ketchup. Usually a lot of sugar in there. Sugar? Anything wrong with that? Not eating it. All right, that's it. What about on a hot dog? See you Saturday. Stick the lid into your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.